Hey, what's going down, everybody? Oh, look, Peep's already froze. Look at that. We're what? starting right off with technical difficulties. Thank you, everybody. Welcome. We're so happy you're here to join us uh, for the uh, Black Panther Honda Forever spoiler review. Uh, and uh, yes, so peeps, get your camera back on because we've lost you already. There he is. All right. Welcome. welcome we need you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so uh, off to a hell of a start. But hey, welcome, everybody. We are live right now on our YouTube channel. Uh, for those of you that are watching after the fact or you're listening to the audio podcast, this is uh, on video format as well, too. So two different ways for you to check out this spoiler review. Uh, yes, so ready for another new Am I Still in the Air? And you know these faces are with me every Am I Still in the Air. We got friggins. We got hey. peeps. What is it going down, guys? Welcome. Hey. Thanks for having us. It's, yes. uh, it's going to be fun talking about this one. I can't wait to sit here and argue with Fred for two hours. <laughs> Why is it always me? <laughs> it's I don't know because there's always Fred. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, I am the odd one. He's our, he's our film snob, and we gotta. Get <laughs> I know the movie's called Black Panther, but there was too much Black Panther for me. I'm just saying it wasn't black and white enough. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. No, well, hey, guys, we happy. are happy that you're here to join us. We're a couple days removed from this movie hitting theaters this past weekend, uh, becoming the number one movie in the world, of course. is the 30th film in the MCU, man. We have hit the number 30, dude. 30? It is crazy. I kind of stopped paying attention for a minute, and I was thinking in my head, this is probably like 28, 29. No, it's 30. This is the 30th one. And, of course, you know, this is also, from a movie perspective, wrapping up Phase 4 of the mcu so uh that's kind of cool in its own right we're going to talk a little bit about phase four towards the end of the show when we kind of wrap up and kind of give our thoughts on that as well too but tonight it's about them spoilers because we want to be able to dive in and talk about this movie the things we liked, the things we didn't like uh the of course the mid credit scene you know how we do it we're going to break it down into kind of segments and uh go through this film in the way that we do so once again thanks for joining this of course is am i on the air you can see some socials here at the bottom to kind of introduce everybody uh i am don mega you can follow me on twitter at dx don mega we got peeps in the house there at for my peoples and of course friggins uh right there with a z and uh we'll we'll do those uh shout outs there again at the end as well so uh let's get into it guys and of course as always we start with our overall thoughts so this is again going into the theater opening night sitting down i know this is one of our most anticipated movies of the year for all of us um we were very curious what was going to happen here this movie has been on quite the roller coaster this movie was supposed to have come out you know a while back and of course we lost chadwick boseman in real life uh, to cancer and that was super sad and things had to pause and they had to they were getting ready to start filming this thing so they had to go back they had to rewrite the script they had to make edits they had to just revamp they had to take time just to heal uh you know chadwick was very very close um with ryan coogler the director of the film and they had a really good working relationship and you know the director had to kind of reevaluate what do we do and of course marvel made the decision to not recast t'challa which was also its own controversial decision a lot of people felt hey man it's a character yeah, it's sad. Chadwick passed, but we got to recast. 
And um, but then they said, nope, we're going to leave this character alone. We're going to go a different direction with it and we'll go from there. And we were kind of curious, how are they going to pull this off? Um, I'm shocked, honestly, that this movie even came out this year. Uh, this movie was, you know, not only put on the backtrack because of the loss, but then COVID hit and COVID got this thing shut down multiple times. I then Letitia Wright got hurt while they were filming and they had to shut down again. And then when they finally went back to production, people got COVID again. And like this thing got shut down so many times. And I mean, I remember they were shooting more stuff like just this past summer. And at that point, I was like, there's no way this thing's going to make a November release date. And somehow they pulled it off, man. I re- yeah. I would have put money down that this thing would not have made its release date this year. So very shocked, but hats off to everybody in Marvel and uh, Disney and just everybody that worked on this film that they were able to get this thing done because that is a, a feat in its own right. So, uh, so the, yeah, so we go back. We all saw it on the preview night. Opening night, we're going in. We got our expectations. And what did we think on that original thought? Once again, walking out the theater, where were our heads at? So, uh, peeps, I'll start with you. What, what, where was your head at walking out the doors? Dude, walking out the theater, like I, I had this bias going in, and I was like, <laughs> I, unfortunately, I feel like no matter what they give me, I'm going to, I'm going to love this movie. And yep, <laughs> it happened. <laughs> I left the theater just like I love, I love this movie. I can't wait to talk. Talk to my friends about it. Hey, friends, what do you? Oh, they're all leaving. Okay, nobody <laughs> wants to. Nobody wants to sit and talk. It was about cold it. that night. <laughs> that's okay, you know, because sometimes you know there's an inside of a theater that's not that cold that we could have still had the conversation. <laughs> but it's okay. No, nah. um, man, when I left that theater, that that post. So the, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I already knew in my head the little bits and bops that are nitpicky, but I what i i barely remember them <laughs> and um that that end credit scene just like wow for me and i know we'll get into that a bit later but like like f- for the movie to end on that note and that rihanna song and that that little vision that that she had of him like like what a beautiful way to end a movie and also keep that legacy alive in a way just to kind of pass pass on the legacy if you will and i i loved it um super ecstatic super excited to talk about it so um i can't wait we we got to get to it so yeah yeah all right good good fred overall thoughts what were you thinking walking out i also i'm not going to take too long talking about this either because i just want to talk about it um you know (laughs) i had a lot of hype going into it ahead of time um i i didn't watch many of most of the trailers i think i watched only the first one and i was like diligent about missing anything else like something would come up i'd walk out the theater i'm like i'm gonna go get a popcorn or something it's very true i I can i can attest to that (laughs) and um i i made sure to to keep as much as a surprise as i possibly could of course some of the toys the toys always ruin it for you so if you're trying to avoid spoilers avoid toys um but yeah I can't okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, but walking out I was I found myself just full of emotion emotion that I wasn't expecting I liked the psychological component of this film and really diving in to certain elements that I was in no way prepared for like Peep said 
Are there things that I didn't love, some issues or whatever? Sure, that's that can be there. But what it did right, it did right extremely well. It gave me um, a lot of good feelings. It gave me sad feelings. It, uh, it made me angry, it made me happy. Like it was just this really uh, ambitious uh, thing that they were shooting for. And I think it really hit very well. So all in all, I walked out of there very pleased with the film. I, I was blown away. It threw some surprises at me uh, that I was not expecting. And it, it made me say something that I never in a million years thought I would say, being a, a comic book fan for so long. Uh, but stay tuned and you'll find out what that is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. I mean, again, like, you know, this um was looking very forward to this movie um i was it wasn't towards the high end of my list until that first trailer dropped yeah and then when that first trailer dropped i was like this thing looks incredible and like and then it just shot through the roof and then everything we were seeing after was just like wow this is gonna this movie's gonna pack a punch and yeah went into it and then walked out just one word in my mind which was just outstanding like i just that was my first go-to word in my head was just that was outstanding what we just saw um it took me on a ride uh like you said man emotional roller coaster uh for sure um you know i felt within the first five minutes i had tears running down my face in the last five minutes of the movie i had tears running down my face uh you know it, it was such an emotional roller coaster man i didn't expect it and it did it's the for it to hit as hard as it did and you know and obviously there's a deeper kind of feeling of loss in this just because yeah a character died in a movie but like we know what happened in real life and there was yeah. just this realism to it that you yeah. don't really typically get when a character dies right you're just like oh whatever they're dead in this movie right but right. you're like you can't help but connect that he did you know and like so we've lost not only chadwick but we've lost t'challa you know and it's just like wow like that hit me way harder than i ever expected and, and the interesting thing about that too is like it wasn't that he died like you know fighting somebody or it was some grand like you know blaze right. of glory or anything he just passed away you know due to a sickness and yeah everybody and was helpless to to stop it which also made it very real, right? And yeah, adding to that emotion. Yeah, that with all of Wakanda's technology and everything they got, right? The heart shaped herb, everything, nothing could save him, right? Like, I mean, it just that was crazy. And then obviously going into the opening scroll of it just being Chadwick Gosh, and the Marvel logo. Silent and, and silent. Oh yes, and God. silent. What a touch, right? Like, I mean, beautiful. you could hear a pin drop in my movie theater. Same. Like everybody was just yeah. hushed. The yeah. silence was, was so like, loud. It was loud. Yes, it was <laughs> deafening. That's how that's how silent it was. It was deafening. Yeah. Um, but but touching. Um, yeah. and it and it's kind of interesting because I just previous I just watched the first one um two weekends ago, like just to yeah. kind of prep for it. You know, watched so it with I. my family, with my daughter and my wife, and you know, we threw it on and my video my because you know I have all my movies digitally. And so my copy that I played, it had that scroll in the beginning, like they changed it. So mm -hmm. like when I watched it, it literally did that all Chadwick, like mo wow. Marvel logo in That's the beginning. Cool. And I was like, I don't remember them on this, right? <laughs> like, like they actually went in and, and updated it, which I was like, That's Disney really Plus interesting. Okay. Wow, wow. No, not, not my copy on Voodoo. Oh, like, I watched yeah. it on Voodoo. 
Interesting. Yeah, the version that I owned. Yeah. Hmm. So it wasn't the Disney Plus one. So I thought that was really interesting. So when it happened in the movie, I was like, that's the same one that we saw at home. But yeah. I don't think it was silent. I think when it did it at Black Panther, they had the they had the music playing behind it, but it was that scroll with all the Chadwick and purple. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So that was really, really cool. So yeah, it walked out amazing. Um, my daughter really loved it. My wife actually really loved it. And she's been really hard to please lately with movies. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we all just walked out really, really thrilled. Uh, Kiki Pat, his wife, like everybody, we were just like, wow, man, what a film. So yeah, um, very high overall thoughts, obviously, from all three of us here. So we'll shift with our very high praise and go right into what didn't we like <laughs> and uh, get this kind of out the way. This might be be a pretty quick segment you know since uh we all seem to like it a lot uh so we'll see what we nitpick out of it right guys um yeah. and 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 i do have a couple just little nit nitpicks that i'm just gonna kind of kick off with that as i pondered on it over the uh, last couple days um i was hoping to have seen it twice or i always like to watch go into these spoiler reviews of having seen the movie twice for different perspectives but have been super busy and not had the chance to do that so i do plan to see it again just We'll see when I get to that. Um, but off the one showing. So my first nitpick and probably still my biggest thing, and this is something we I, I know I talked about on my show like way before when we were knowing this movie was coming, um, is, is really still the decision to go with Shuri as Black Panther. Um, I always felt that it should not be Shuri. I know that in the comic books, like she takes the mantle <laughs> here and there you know but this is marvel studios like we don't always do things by the comic book way we kind of do it what makes sense narratively based on the films that we've seen right and shuri to me is an awesome character and i love her and i thought she did amazing in this film so i'm not taking that away it's again she's the scientist she's the smart you know scientist that figures it out with technology and like kind of gets it done like in a tony stark kind of way but she's not a fighter. She's not really, you know, like like in this movie, like her mom didn't even want her to go find Riri Williams, right? Like she was like, don't take my daughter, you know, like she can't be in the field. And now I'm supposed yeah. to just believe she could be the Black Panther. Like to me, like there was just so many better choices, right? Like, again, I still feel like it should have gone to Mbaku. I still feel he should be the Black yes. Panther, yes. Um, you know, very much so. I mean, I guess he's the king of Wakanda now. <laughs> like, why is he not the Black Panther, right? So um, he should be it. I feel like if we, if they wanted to go the female route, it should have been Lupita Nyong'o. It should have been Nakia. Uh, she was the warrior, right? She was the one that rescued Shuri. She was Makes right sense. there when the herb was recreated. It should have been like, no, this needs to go to you. T'Challa loved you. You were the badass of Wakanda. Let's do this, right? Uh, if it needed to, you know, it could have went to Okoye, right? They stripped her of being in the door of Milaje. I was like, maybe they're setting this up for her to be the Black Panther, right? No, they go to Shuri, which is the safe bet. And I get it. She's a sister and blah, blah, blah. But I still don't feel that is the right decision to move forward with so a yeah. little bit bummed about that don't hate it like i was fine with it she did good in it i just still feel like the decision should have been something different um i i would have liked more explanation on t'challa's death it happened so quick in the beginning and i know that we kind of just needed to get through that piece real quick right because then we jump a year later but this whole like mystery disease right like i feel like there should have been a bigger explanation to this like what could have really killed him that like didn't spread to anybody else in wakanda or 
you know, like he had the heart shaped herb, so he should have been he had a healing factor in him that should have been able to counter any kind of real disease. If they would have just maybe put a little bit more into it, that this was some alien thing that he caught while super, he was doing another got super you know, cancer. <laughs> I mean, didn't have to be real. cancer. It just, just, yeah, just, you know, he was off planet doing something with the Avengers and he caught something that he brought back and he got sick. Like uh, just a little bit more, like mm. rather than kind of this throwaway of like the first two minutes, Oh, he's dying. Oh, his heart rate's down and we've lost him. Like, okay like what could have done that to somebody that's already superhuman like you know what is this thing is this something that the rest of wakanda needs to worry about like is this something like i just felt like they were super vague about it it was just like oh it's just a disease and we don't know what it was and he's dead like so mm -hmm. i would have just liked a little bit more explanation i think they could have done that pretty quick in a roundabout way and just been able to move on from it so like i said a nitpick again but just the thought of like i just would have liked a little bit more to that or maybe even maybe he's on his deathbed, you know, for half the movie while we're trying to figure out, you know, a cure and Namor fucks up the cure. And like, and that kind of creates the problem, right? Like, you know, because it's a resource that's with the telecans or something, they could have done something different maybe. And then he ends up passing because of it. And that's the kind of catalyst of, you know, bringing the film kind of further, but uh, and my last little nitpick, and it's this is a real big nitpick, but just thinking through it, is the funeral and where was the Avengers? Where were the other people that he yes. died with? Yeah. Yeah. It bugged me just because when Tony died, everybody was there. Everybody. And again, I'm just like, dude, like they went to Wakanda. Infinity War all takes place in Wakanda at the end. Like the king passed. You couldn't have had, you know, Thor and Bucky and, <laughs> you know, Falcon and all them like there just to at least say goodbye, like in a real quick kind of thing. I just felt like I felt that missing that there wasn't a bigger world kind of aspect to the black panther passing yeah and so, that, so that i kind of bugged me. I, I see that and i i 100 agree yes they definitely should have but i don't think the wakandans outside of you know the white wolf see the avengers that way especially with him passing they're like he's our king he is our loved one you know this right. is it's going to be family only wakandans only kind of thing and they wouldn't allow anybody else to to come in but it, it maybe know, even they let everybody in for that fight, you know. Like that's why it just takes me back to that with you know Infinity War and just they were all there. I mean, the Queen saw them all. Everybody met. Like I get that. Like it's kind of and that could be the thing. Like oh, it's a family ceremony. We don't want yeah. all these people in. But that's why you at least just have a couple core people come and just kind of pay their respect and then they're gone. You know, kind of thing. Like especially would have been nice. It would have been nice for that bigger picture again. I think Winter Soldier and maybe like Old Man Cap yeah. or something like that. That yeah. would that would have kind of made sense. Yeah. Those two would have been. Yeah, good. just give me something. <laughs> give me something. But that's all I got. Those are my three bullet points: uh, Shuri, Black Panther, uh, more explanation on his death, and uh, the Avengers at the funeral. Just something a little bit more. But that's all I could really think of. <laughs> really like sat and kind of pontificated on this. Like that was <laughs> that was it. You know. So, peeps, let's go to you. Um, anything stand out to you that you were just kind of wish they did differently or changed overall? Well, I'll purposefully leave one off because I know Friggins is going to bring it up. So uh, I'll Thank at least you. leave you one, buddy. Okay. Um, but um, and, and about the, the Shiri thing, I, I agree, DX. Like, I think definitely Umbaku would have been a better choice in terms of the protector of Wakanda. And if it would have been Shiri, I think... I would have accepted it more if she used more technology to 
a sister. Like, like maybe that whole thing with the AI that she was building up, like maybe there, she has like little AI um, drones or something around her that kind of help her fight. Because like you said, she's not a fighter. The first movie, she didn't even go to any of the uh, places. She was just doing it virtually, which kind of leads into my next gripe. I don't think they should have let Riri into, in the midst of combat. She's a college student and they're like, hey, you want to go kill some fish people? Yeah, yeah, right. that sounds fine. Like, and then she's just there out murdering, like, like, like the 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 Talokans. Like, it, it just didn't seem like that's something they would have her character do, or her character should even have any business doing. She should have been in that AI driver's seat back in Wakanda, like maybe piloting a, a suit from there. And then she's like, "Ooh, I like the feel of this. I kind of want to make my own kind of." And then maybe leading into the show a little bit more. I don't know. That's a little nitpick. Um, I did not like again Shuri. She's not really a, a fighter, a combat, but she's able to to handle um, Namor or Namor, uh, you know, hand to hand. But like, she gets impaled, <laughs> straight <Yes. laughs> exactly. impaled. No explanation like, of how that her spinal off. cord is not there anymore. Like it was. <laughs> straight through the stomach like she's got a she's got a whole belly button in there now and she just the vibranium just heals she it just all walks yeah. it off <laughs> like you hear a little sizzle sizzle as if like there's nanobites going in her belly button hole but like i don't think she's walking after that yeah. but no she's fine and i don't know that 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 totally fine that bugged me a bit um and then bugged how they too. how they flew back they just flew back on what the ship <laughs> exploded i did not understand how they got back to the warship from their little desert island oasis i i didn't called an uber <laughs> yeah <laughs> they wakanda ubers wakanda uber, <laughs> they, went, yeah, yeah. they went we ball back <laughs> yeah. they're just invisible flying all over the place so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah that, that that bugged me and then even like the wakandans right like they're this they're this brilliant um uh, group of individuals, especially for like combat, they thought, hey, it'll be a great idea to attack these fish people on water <laughs> in the middle of the ocean on a boat. Like there's 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 nothing that can ha- that go wrong with it. everything would go wrong with that. Like yes, I get it. Take the fight to them; they'll never expect it. But like there, there should have been like a well, plan. That's how they B. drew them out, though, was they were they were pretending to be another ship digging for vibranium. So mm-hmm. they had no idea it was like Wakandan. So I mean, how else would they have really lured them to them for this fight? You know, I don't like. like yeah, much- it seems weird to do it on water, but that's how they. You know, it wasn't like they were like, "Come get us!" and they're just sitting on a big pirate ship. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was. You know, they had the little whoom thing on the bottom of the ship, and then, you know, the main thing was just to lure them by saying, hey, we just found out there's another ship in the ocean drilling for vibranium. We need to go get it, you know, and then they, you know, tricked them all, you know, yeah, so I kind of understood that, you know. Let's hit them with some sound. We'll get them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it worked. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I guess the only other really big nitpick that I have is... And, and and obviously I'll bring up more as we go through, but um, mm-hmm. the the biggest one is I was expecting Lake Bell to have like a bigger role in the movie, mm. and for her just to be like, "Hey, I'm here and I'm dead. 
I don't know. I, I, I was <laughs> I guess I was kind of hoping that she would have like a bigger role somehow. I don't know. Some maybe like the next Ross or something. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. like a scientist that maybe would even carry into the uh, the the Ironheart show or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um and and then that the whole thing with Ross, I can say that too. Like I feel like a lot of that was unnecessary. Like it really didn't do anything. Um yeah. Like they they could I think have it was just there. It was just the, yeah. It was that Marvel piece just to show Val, <laughs> yep. show that they were married right. and lead for Thunderbolts. Like that was a that was a Feige moment, I think. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. like, yo, <laughs> I just need you to do one thing for me yeah. in this movie. <laughs> Throw them in there. Two characters. <laughs> Go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and th- that whole thing. I mean, it it was it was pretty cool and well done how they did it, how she was like kind of playing them the whole time. But I don't know. At the same time, like I feel like they could have done something else with all that. But I, I was glad to see him in the movie. I was like, oh, he's the guy from the other movie. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, so, well, yeah, that's 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 where I'll leave with with our big nitpicks. I mean, a lot of things that I liked yeah. about it. O- other really small stuff that like, um, yeah, I I guess I'll go ahead and say like. I would have liked Namor to be a little, I guess, a little more menacing. Like he was like such like a a cutesy love bug when he brought Shuri into the, um, into the the the, the Talokan. You know, he's like so nice and everything, and then he just turns into like a mom murderer like five <laughs> five minutes later. It's like wow, that's like an Anakin kind of shift in, uh. I don't know. It, it just felt just, very. I think because drastic. he didn't want to go full villain with him, you know, like they were trying very much that's to just have him be this antagonist. Anti- that's like, yeah. hey, like I'm about my people, you know, and as long as my people are left alone, like we all about that love, you know. But as soon as you mess with us, we I'm gonna kill your you. mama. I'm <laughs> so, killing your mama. Yeah, exactly. So he yeah. wasn't don't going don't after a mom. He was going edge. after the queen. It was a it was a power move. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and, oh, and uh, this isn't really, it's kind of a nitpick, but like when they were in Talokan and they're like swimming around, like I would have liked for it to be like a brighter, um, like, you, I don't know, like, like see the civilizations. Like I could barely see anything past like five feet and I get it. They're in the depths of the ocean and everything's supposed to be dark. There's not supposed to have any light, but old boy created a sun. He had a mini sun there, so I feel like at that he hadn't moment, pulled it out yet, so that's why it was darker. Yeah, oh, remember yeah, when yeah. he brings Shuri up? He's like, "Take a look," and the things all and the sun came up. Yeah, so he's like, "Dad brought the sun to my people." Yeah. You also um, can't. I, I, I kind of dug. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is I kind of dug that it was drastically different than Atlantis, right? Because Atlantis and Aquaman is super neon and vibrant, and well, yeah, I, I mean, I don't need octopus playing drums yeah. or nothing like that. <laughs> yeah please but just yeah, you know but this, right. this looked like more like what would a civilization look at the bottom of the ocean yeah <laughs> it would no. look like this would be pretty dark and digi so definitely you know, and and I the people uh, i appreciate that the people it wasn't like you know aquaman or spongebob where they're just walking around underwater <laughs> like it's not yeah. it literally seemed like people like holding their breath and they only had like yeah. 20 seconds totally. left like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like totally. you know it, it's different enough, and, and like you said, like like you know, they they they're not copying Aquaman and all that. It was unique, and it people underwater looked like people underwater. People so, underwater, <laughs> yeah. So and so yeah. So for that, like that's what I said, like nitpick, but also like I, I definitely give that one a pass as well. So okay, yeah. all right, I'm done. That's why I like that you know even that with them changing it from Atlantis to Talokan just to kind of make it something you know 
a little different. That's not the same thing. Um, one thing I just wanted to say, going back to my Shuri and Black Panther thing I want to touch on was, you know, one thing I was really hoping they would do in the movie that I had talked about before was if they wanted to do the Shuri thing is give it to her, let her do the fight. And then after that fight, right, when she settles down with Namor and she's like, yield, and he yields, and it's like, okay, we're going to, you know, coexist. Then she's like, okay, I don't want this shit no more, right? I, like, like I only I did this did fight. That. I think she no, did that. she didn't. No, Umbaku. It's implied. It's no. implied. I mean, we'll get there, but it's, like, yeah, Umbaku was fighting at the throne at the end. And she wasn't there? just to be king. I think she she's gonna That's continue to be Black saying. Panther. Oh she's she's yes, he's gonna be king, king of Wakanda. He'll get Black Panther powers though. If he's king, supposedly that's not the, it doesn't have to do that. Like the king doesn't have to be Black Panther, that's it's true. just the protector of Wakanda is Black Panther. So she's gonna continue it. Baku's just gonna be the king. She didn't want to rule. So that was the only difference there. Um, but that's what I would have liked though, is like let her do the fight, right? You get the moment of her in the suit, and then she's like, This isn't for me. I'm a scientist, I'm more of the brains. You know, let me pass this on to somebody that will better protect us in this case. Here you go, Mbaku. Here's my recreated heart-shaped herb, right? And uh, and then he gets the le- and then you just know that's setting up the sequel, right? Like, okay, boom, he's got the flower now. You see the little veins coming out. Oh, I feel good. Like, boom, done. Right? But he's over. not the Black <laughs> Panther. He's the he's the he's the white um or man ape kind of thing. That would man be dope. Ape, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, they could do something like that too. But I w- I was hoping it would transition to him for Black Panther, like. That way you kind of get both of what you want to do, right? You give it to Shuri. She avenges basically, you know, the the anger she has with her losing her brother. She avenges her mom's death. She becomes a Black Panther, and then she passes it kind of off at that point. I, that's what I was hoping for, yeah. but we didn't get it. So, Fred, let's go to you. What were your standout things that you walked away going, oh. <laughs> Well, first, uh, uh, right now I'm having some disagreements with y'all because um, I'm on the opposite end with the Shuri thing, but I'll for get sure. to that later <laughs> of course i have to be different wouldn't be a show without it <laughs> right um, on the opposite side what <laughs> no but for my nitpicks um really there was kind of two things that i struggled with the most when i want to like even dig for something to complain about and again nitpick right um the the first thing that did bother me quite a bit uh i'll, I'll actually be honest uh it, it's tiny it's little it doesn't really matter i needed to just let it go but the the what is okay first off how do you pluralize the tolkien is it just tolkien to Great incorporate question. all of them it's or a good Tolkienians? Question. um tolkienians yeah <laughs> like, or you I'm could just sure. say tolkienians I'm yeah, just like going to say Holocan. Holocan. So <laughs> when, when, when Okoye like jacks those ones up um, in that fight on the street, she like literally impales one. They're down on the ground, completely dead. They jump back up and they take off running full speed like nothing happened. And then we cut to the end and, you know, um, uh, Nikia's blast one and it, oh, that one died. And then the next one gets blast. Oh, that one died. And then we have cut to the very end in the battle, and they're they're dying left and right. So I didn't understand what that was supposed to mean. Like, what? Why did those three not die, but then the other ones did die? I was very very confused about that whole aspect. They were higher ranked, so they were they're like harder to kill, like a boss. In the video game. <laughs> the, yeah, they had a little <laughs> few uh, HP. The rest left. of them are like stormtroopers. It just takes one shot, you're out. So. <laughs> That oh, stuff, man. those little 
uh, details like that. That's a good point. I didn't even think about bonkers. that. Yeah, I hate that because it made it seem like they healed because she even had that conversation of like I gave them a death blow and they got right back up. You know, exactly. like they, they literally bring it back up. So yeah, no, I, that that's a good point. Yeah, that I one chick got shot one time is. and was like. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So what's the difference at the end? I I don't get it. Um, so I think that could have been uh clarified a little bit more. Um, you know, peeps, I, I listened to your episode of the People's Forum where you did the the um discussion about some of the dislikes, and I agree with you know a lot of what you're saying, particularly like with Riri not necessarily needing to be there, and same with Ross and um and and uh Val. Um uh, I am growing to really dislike every time Val comes on screen. I'm just putting really? that out there. Oh my okay. god. Uh, every time she she's done on, enough just... to dislike her yet. Come on. Oh, she's done enough for me. I'm already rolling my eyes. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one of my other nitpicks, I guess, uh, would be I think I was struggling a little bit in the first maybe quarter of the film, maybe third, uh, of the lack of a defined lead. Um, and, you know, feeling the lo loss of Chad in that sense as well was that I felt like I, I kept asking myself, well, wait, where are we going with this? Who's doing what? Um, I felt like they were juggling between uh, the Queen and Okoye and Shuri. And I'm just like, wait, who's supposed to be yeah. in charge here? And um, who am I supposed to be? The movie with a bunch for? of side characters. And that makes, exactly. makes it difficult because you don't have a defined lead in this. And I did struggle with that at, initially. Now they got to it, and it was, I, you know, the the benefit of the doubt is the fact that it was like you needed to lead up to those things happening or whatever. So I'll give them a pass, but it was a struggle in the beginning, and I think that you know impacts my overall you know ranking or experience. Uh, because I did find myself kind of getting pulled out and being like, wait, 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 where's where's my lead person? Who am I supposed to be following? And I didn't even really care who it was. I felt like I just wanted them to pick one, but I was getting so many different people from different angles that I didn't know which one I should be kind of following. And, and it's fine. I, I love them all. So it, it worked out ultimately. But, you know, again, nitpick, that's kind of what I was experiencing in the first right. you know, yeah. quarter of the movie. Um, but really, those were my two biggest things. Um you know, I, I I felt everything else kind of wrapped up real nicely towards the end as well. Um, oh, I, I'll add one more thing. I hate when okay. So in first Black Panther, I just rewatched it, and when they go to that like should have been Madripoor um, club, um, Okoye busts out that spear and she's just like stabbing fools left and right. There ain't no electric shock on the back of that stick. So in the opening, I mean, they they did have that, but she wasn't using it. Um, and then in the opening scene when they're fighting the Navy SEALs, everyone, all the uh, uh, Dora Le Mirage were, were shocking everybody. And at first I was like, come on, just stab these dudes. But I, they they explained it later as they brought him in as kind of the peace treaty. Like, hey, we didn't we didn't kill your dudes. But this don't time. Do that again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then I saw a lot of the shock sticks happening later when they were fighting the uh, Tulacan as well. Really, um, I thought so they were killing them. That's where I they, had. They were, but I still did see some of those electro stuff, and the electro oh, blades drive I, me bonkers. So I think Anika, right? Because she loved that that little those electro, little shock electro dagger. daggers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so that was one little, little other tiny thing that was just like making my skin crawl. Okay, but th that's it. Interesting. That's it. <laughs>
Know, sweet, sweet. Me, well, you made then me think flip of something else, Fred, but I already forgot. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up. All right. We'll, we'll go from obviously what didn't we like to what did we love. So, these are the things Ooh. that obviously stood out for us, right? The things that worked really well, the things we liked. Um, you know, so it's hard to not just be like everything else other than what we just said. Right. <laughs> and, Done. Uh, then, Episode's then over. So, the movie. Let's move on. So yeah. let's talk about the mid credits. Go to the rankings. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah, I mean, God, I mean, to list it all out, I mean, it would take forever. Like, I mean, it just the I like the pacing of this movie. I enjoyed all the characters. I thought the acting was incredible. I really do think Angela Bassett's going to get a supporting actress uh, nomination at the Oscars. I really do think, um, you know, there's going to be that potential there for her. I don't know if she'll win, but she was phenomenal in this and really like had that queen, queen mother, uh, just mentality. Right. Um, I loved every time she was on screen. I thought, um, Letitia Wright was incredible as Shuri. I mean, they, again, we talked about the emotional roller coaster, right? And what what an arc she had in this movie, right? Of trying to yeah. deal with the grief and dealing with being pissed off and wanting to just right the wrongs and, you know, and then having that, you know, she takes the herb and then she sees Killmonger, right? Of all people, right? She doesn't expect to, you think I'm going to see my mom, I'm going to see my brother, like, who am I going to see? And then it's Killmonger. And he's like, yo, we, we're like each other, you know? And she's like, I'm nothing like you, you know? But it's that hate that was filled, right? Like when even Namor says, like, you said, I want to burn this place to the ground. Let's burn it down together, you know? Like, let's do this. And she had to come to terms with that, you know, and kind of find herself. Um, I loved all the action scenes in this thing. Namor, holy shit like <laughs> i mean yeah what a debut for a character um he was awesome i mean to have like an unknown actor like step in uh tinok hureta i think is, is his name how it's pronounced and um he just god dude i mean this dude came out of nowhere and like he was badass dude he was badass yeah, like badass. He, like you said like th that he could go from i love my people and we've lived down here all this time and i just you know and then immediately be like, I'm going to kill all these sons of bitches. Like, yeah. and just lead with vengeance. And he's chopping down airplanes. And he's just, you know, he's got his own, you know, Wakandan spear. And, you know, made out of vibranium. And just that whole thing of the vibranium being a part of Talokan also was super, super cool that they were able to kind of connect those two. And Wakanda figuring out, like, man, all the stories we were told is basically a lie. Like, it's not just ours, right? Like, it's in other parts of the world. And... I love how they use the water to sneak into Wakanda, you know, that there's just water everywhere and we can find our ins and outs, even with your domes and your, you know, science to kind of try to keep us out. Here I yeah. am, you know, and he was incredible. I mean, Ubaku always as well. We were joking before, like, Kul -kul -kan! And he just, like, you bald-headed demon. Um, that was you so know, funny. Like, yeah. He's so good, dude. Winston Duke, shout out Winston Duke. I love Umbaku. That's why yeah. I want him to be Black Panther. He's such a yeah. cool character. Yeah. And so I'm excited cool. to see him rule Wakanda, man. I can't wait to see what he does uh, in the future. But man, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm just going to throw that stuff out and pass it on to y'all because it's just, I mean, what else can you say, dude? It's just, it's the emotion, it's the excitement. Uh, I liked Riri Williams. So, I mean, I, I would love to hear you touch upon that more peeps. I didn't listen to your show yet. I texted you the other day because I wanted to be more surprised coming into here on like yeah. where our feelings were. And, yeah. um, so, so I'm interested to hear if you didn't think she was a good fit, 
I thought that was a great introduction. I think uh, the girl that plays her is incredible. I thought she was a little spitfire. I liked her character. It makes me so much more excited to see the Ironheart show now. I love yeah. when Marvel introduces people in another project, right? Just like yeah. how we got T'Challa in Civil War. It was right. like, yo, give me a little piece, and now I'm stoked for Black Panther, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing I feel here with Ironheart. Like, we got to see the Mark I suit. We got to see the little Wakanda suit. I can't wait to see the suit she makes in her own show. You know, and and just I really liked her character. I thought she fit in well with the Wakandans. I thought she interacted with everybody really well. She was funny. And I just, you know, I liked that we got this little Spitfire that's super smart and, you know, could do all this stuff. And I'm really excited for that show now. And that's due to this movie. And I just read the other day that the producers on this movie are producing Ironheart also and saying, like, that her show will be a direct continuation from Wakanda forever. So it immediately follows up kind of like what happens next, you know? Uh, and that's awesome, man. I'm like, give Make it, it to a movie. Me. You know? Make it a movie. Yeah. Yeah, really. Might as well. Yeah. Unfortunately it won't be, but hopefully <laughs> this is going to be a badass show though. <laughs> and, and I'm more, way more excited for it now having seen her and met the character. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, I agree with you on the Everett Ross and Val. Like, I get what it was doing. I get we're kind of setting up, you know, she's running the CIA now. We know kind of more of what she is, right? We always were wondering before, like, she's kind of like this Nick Fury, but it's kind of shady, right? She's only dealt with a couple yeah. people. Uh, but yeah. we're like, who is she and what does she do? And now we know she's leading the CIA. And, you know, so mm -hmm. I like how that's going to play into Thunderbolts. Um, but it could have been completely cut out and it wouldn't have made any different in the, any difference in the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. You could take it or leave it with all those scenes with them. You know, I know they wanted to get Everett Ross back in there just cause he was in the first movie. And you know, there was, they were following up that storyline of like, I want to help them because T'Challa saved my life, you know, and I owe everything to the Wakandans, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So I am on their side. Um, but you could have had a small little part for him and moved on. <laughs> it didn't have to be going back and forth to him multiple times. Um, but yeah. yeah, the action scenes, uh, the attack on Wakanda was incredible, man. Like that seeing all amazing. the water stuff and the fights and when Namor punched Umbaku, man, and they did that slow-mo oh, of his that chest, cool. they just break in and he's like, yeah. ah. like, you know, you, you felt it, right? Like, I think I lost breath watching the punch. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. Um, it was great, dude. Like, but yeah, I mean, the acting incredible story, incredible, the emotional ride I went on, uh, like you said, the ending like the ending of this film with her at the fire and being like okay now i'm gonna burn the thing right like after like her mom tried to do it with her at the beginning and she's like i'm not ready i don't want to do it yeah. and her finally realizing i am ready and she burns it right and they show all the clips of chadwick and all the different scenes of them interacting in the other movies and and it's just again you're just like like you know like it's just was so emotional and then like you said man the rihanna song that just so, kills me every yeah. time now. You know, that's why my new episode uh, this week is called Lift Me Up. And that's the name of the song because it just, that stuck with me, man. That song, like, yeah. is like, that's one of those movie songs that, like, every time I hear it on the radio now, it's just going to make me think of that movie and think of that scene. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's an emotional song. And it was just so perfect to end the movie and go from her finally finding peace with everything and then going into the credits and kind of wrapping up the film. Um, there's a right, compilation so we'll the in a sec, um, on the internet uh, with it, it. I think they titled it something like Marvel Phase Four, like tra uh, tragedy, and it shows like 
yeah. WandaVision. And it's playing that song that 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 lift me up. Oh, and really? it shows like the WandaVision, her dropping to her knees, and then it cuts <laughs> over to Spider-Man when everyone's holding Peter Parker. And yeah. like, oh yeah. man, it was it was a neat little compilation and perfect song. That that's great to hear, and that's great to see. I, we're gonna talk about phase four thoughts here in a second. And yeah. that was one thing I was gonna bring up was I think we've now got the picture that phase four is about grief. <laughs> I mean, I really yeah. do. Like we've been wondering this whole time, what the fuck is the point of this phase, right? Like it just feels yeah. like it's all over the place. But then after Black Panther, it almost becomes this clear picture. And like you said, WandaVision, Spider-Man, like, I mean, all these different things of, of grief and dealing Even with Shang grief Chi? and yeah. Shang-Chi and, and just lo losing people you love and, um, everything man thor right that losing falcon like soldier yeah dude yeah. like i mean it really is about grief so i mean it's just so that's that's an interesting idea for this phase that 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 that's the big focal point on it um yeah. even eternals to an extent right like i mean it was yeah. all lie and you know everything they knew was was not true and and just everything everybody went through uh you know, Black Widow knowing what happens with that, you know, like, and, yeah. and Elena having to move on from that. Hawkeye ends with her at the Hawkeye. grave, yeah. you know, Hawkeye, Hawkeye as well, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so we'll talk more on that in here in a sec. But yeah, that's what I got, man. Just uh, everything, everything. We loved it, everything. So, yeah. peeps, <laughs> what are the standouts for you? I mean, I, I'll, I, if it's okay, I'll go ahead and pass this to Friggins. Like, I spent an hour and 20 minutes talking about. You know things that I love about this movie. I'm I'm curious to hear what what Friggins has to say. <laughs> um, well, for me, I found it uh, very entertaining. Uh, obviously, I think uh, first and foremost, I mean, you know, this is a film that captures your attention. Uh, you mentioned the action scenes and all of those. That kind of aspect is, you know, top notch as we expect from Marvel. Uh, for me, some of the things that really stood out was. Number one, I as far as the action component, I really enjoyed the water bombs. That was something I never thought I, oh, I could cool. even have imagined. And like that first time when they use it on the bridge and the car goes flying, I was like, is that water? Like what? And I was it was I always appreciate when they can throw in something that you couldn't imagine or expect. Mm -hmm. And you know, getting surprised, especially in a Marvel movie where it seems like we've seen everything. Uh, right. to get something new that you weren't expecting right yeah. um so and what would underwater people have as a weapon right exactly. like i mean it makes so much sense so <laughs> well, much that sense. would be their thing <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna throw water at you it's awesome um and so that was really fun um i especially so i loved in the first black panther finding this like new culture and seeing you know the the from everything from the clothing to the building structure to uh, just every little detail i wanted to eat up as much as i can get and so coming into this i kept thinking like how are they going to one up that and honestly like as as heartbreaking as it was seeing the funeral scene was just absolutely amazing to see more about this culture and to learn more about wakanda and then i thought you know well now they're adding you know, uh, Tulokan, and how is that going to look? And then seeing that and being so different and tying it to the um, to the kind of Aztec Mayan kind of vibe was amazing. I it, We're getting to see things that I never would have thought. And I, I mentioned earlier um, about kind of my little uh, 
uh, hint about the thing that this movie made me say, and I'll talk about that with Namor, was when he came on, I was instantly glued to the screen. I wanted to see him stay on that screen, keep doing stuff, like, don't go away. Like, I was, you know, he's magnetic on screen. You want to see more of him. And you got that almost instantly. And it was funny walking out of the theater. I did the one thing I did tell Sean before I ran off um, into the cold <laughs> was that that never in my entire life, as being a comic fan for so long, I have always laughed at and scoffed at and just made fun of Namor. He's been such a joke to me. Um, and to to come out of this film and say Namor uh, or Namor was so freaking awesome. <laughs> like yeah. that's something I never ever thought I would say in my life. Um, and I way... love how they did his like flying, like how he's running in that's the air. Literally, that's what I was just fun. about to say. Like, ah. <laughs> I love the like football juke stop or like you know the basketball, like yeah. you know yeah. planting the foot and then phew, shooting off the other way. That was so cool to see how the wings. Uh, when I think about namor the comic and cartoon character that i've seen i think about a cartoon where he comes out of the water and human torch is like why do you have little fins on your or uh, wings on your ankles and he's like to fly and i just would laugh because i thought it was so stupid and this film does an amazing job of making a silly concept absolutely cool um so yeah, it shouldn't work it shouldn't, it shouldn't. work on screen it's yeah. stupid as fuck, but when you see it, you're like, that's cool. And like I said, in the way they made him fly because of it, it just, it all worked. It worked so well. Absolutely. Which did make me feel like they were being a little lazy with Riri. Uh, I didn't like, I really especially didn't like the graphics for her first suit. And then even when the, the new suit came, it just, it felt like too CGI for me. But anyway, um, I really appreciated the way that they uh, made him fly. I thought that was uh, one of my favorite aspects of it. Um, I do have to disagree with you, Don, about Shuri being the Black Panther scenario. Uh, what I enjoyed about this was, so coming into it and thinking and, and re-watching Black Panther, I did have those initial feelings that you, you talked about of saying like, well, she's the science mind. She's not the fighter. Why would this work? But what I loved about it, and if we're thinking of this as kind of like a discussion about grief and loss and a, a kind of a psychology experiment almost, you know, what happens to the scientist's mind when they can't solve the problem? And because of that, they have these deep emotional regrets and frustrations and anger. And it was, it, it was painful to see, but it was interesting to see how they explored that and how she coped with the loss and her inability to do something about it with as smart of a brain as she had. She still couldn't stop this from happening, which is also another like uh, discussion about how death, like, you know, even, even if you have like all the technology in the world, you can't stop death. Like we, everyone has to, to, to pay that price eventually. Yeah. Um, and so I love these like different psychology Conotones that they were placing in um, the the film and all these different things that they were saying about grief and accepting it and moving on and uh, you know leaning on people and finding new connections and relations and all this stuff. I mean, it was just it was. I feel like you could really spend a lot of time diving into all the the, yeah. the nitty gritty of those kinds of details. 
Um, I will also note that uh, you were talking about not that you wanted more explanation about T'Challa's death and like what was the the virus. I'm on the opposite end of that. Like I actually really liked that they didn't because for me that loss was too real to to the world experiencing this film that like in a, in in a way i feel like it's better that they did it like it like let's just move past that let's not play with that that was something that actually really happened and let's just move forward that's a decision that you made when you chose not to recast i mean that's on the makers too like to sure so- but it doesn't matter. The matter. character's too big to just off-screen kill him in five in two minutes. You know, at the yeah. beginning of a movie, like he's I, too big of a, of a, you know, character. He's an icon. Like it just felt too throwaway. To I, and not I, give it I more. thought that at first, but after watching it, I realized it was just too real. And I, I, I actually appreciated more that they did do that because. I feel like it's also showing some respect to the like his real family and his real friends and his you know all, all those people just being like you know what we're not going to focus on that. So that's something I did like out of it. I did appreciate that they um, kind of were being letting that be a little private, but at the same time, like okay, we're just going to move on from here. So anyway, uh, yeah, I mean uh, the new cast members were cool. The the old, the old returning cast members were cool. Uh, the action was cool. The suit was cool. Love seeing the new Black Panther suit. Um, but those are the like the biggest standouts for me that I wanted to touch on. And um, I have feel like I've been talking for a while, so I'll let John oh, actually good, say you're something good. here. So, um, but yeah, I mean, um, I, yeah, it's it really boils down to the psychology component for me that really strung true with me, and I found it really intriguing. Yeah. Cool. All right. I guess that's my cue then, huh? That's your cue. Go, peeps, go. <clears throat> Get away. All right. Well, um, I, I definitely agree with uh, Friggins on a, on a couple levels. Um, I, uh, same thing with the uh, explanation for T'Challa's death. I I was okay with like something very simple and just kind of brushing over it. But yeah, that's just my thoughts. Um, but also the psychological aspect of it. I, I feel like a lot of the um characters were processing his death um uh, you know kind of differently um you know uh, ramonda uh, uh angela bassett's character she was very like you know like showing face like no it's not affecting me and it's not impacting me but then you see her like you know with her with her crown off and everything and and she's still being affected but like her role is to like she has a daughter that is going down a dark path that she can see and she's trying to keep her daughter like on the same um path like on the right path but while she's still hurting um nakia like you you, like you think that nakia just couldn't take it and then leaves but you find out later on why nakia or not yeah nakia actually leaves but like yeah like even her like the way that that she kind of processed you know like his death and and then obviously shuri with her anger and all that um, and Umbaku, like his character had a lot of growth, I feel like, between movies. I mean, obviously with the Jabari tribe now being a part of the the main council. Um, and there's that line, I can't remember it exactly, but Shuri says uh, something to him like, even if I am just a a small girl playing with toys or something, you know, that that line he from scoffs the scoffs first- at tradition. 
Yes, yes. I, don't, I love that they brought that 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 back, and then Mbaku is just kind of like, yeah, you know, <laughs> not all the time. I said no. that. <laughs> you're, you're cool now, though. You know, you're you're cool. Um, yeah, but like, I like that they went with the fact that T'Challa. That he said that T'Challa had asked him to be counsel for her. You know that that he'd yeah, be somebody that she that could was, talk yeah, to. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. You know, that he's like, Hey, your brother told me, you know, to provide you counsel. So here I am. Let's talk it through, you know. And yeah, that, I thought that was a really cool moment between the two. Yeah. And 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 you have to think like he is a king, like he has that wisdom. He he, you know, as silly as he is, you know, we're all vegetarians, <laughs> you know. It, it, it's carrot. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like, I don't know. I I absolutely love Winston Duke in this in this role. I mean, he's great. In general, yeah. but just, I love him as this character in this role. Um, but like the my the biggest scene that that I always go to is when Okoye was uh, stripped of her rank. And we're gonna ask about that. Oh my gosh, man! Like Angela Bassett, <laughs> right? Like you know, she she says, "Ah, oh, yeah, you're stripped of your rank. You're you're fired. <laughs> you're done." And then I'm like, "Wow, that's kind of." That's kind of a uh, extra. Like I think that's yeah. a little bit yeah. much. I think uh, anybody else are they gonna say anything? And they do. They're like, "Wow, don't you think that's a little, you know, we're being a little bit too harsh?" And then she breaks it down. And after she breaks it down, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> they're like such heart and such passion. Like you, when Killmonger came through and banished us and killed you know or try to kill t'challa you stuck by his side you and your your husband stuck by his side um i was like oh yeah you know i had to like crawl on my hands and knees to the jabaris to to help me out and then i told you not to let shuri go with you to to get riri and you took her anyways and it's like oh man you kind of now she's up. abducted yeah yes yeah. and it is like literally her fault and it's like i get it and then like the look on her her what what deny guerrera yes oh, and yes. like yeah. she Dude. sticks the, the 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 scepter in the ground and like oh like i felt it man like on yes. both ends i yeah. felt it such, such a like, oh, it was incredible um and hey, then, 100% like, agree i was i have it on my notes to be like bring up this scene because i wanted <laughs> to talk about this scene because yeah it, it's so true because you do see it from both sides right like you said like i went on that same roller coaster as soon as she was yeah. like i'm gonna strip you i'm like what i'm like yeah. this is fucking okoye why would you ever exactly. this girl will put, lay her life on the line for this country she's yep. amazing Yep. And then, yeah, and she even says, like, I've given everything to Wakanda, you know, and, yeah. and I even put a blade to my husband's throat, you know, like kind of thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then you said she breaks it down and you're just like, well, fuck, that is her job. Yeah, it just, yeah, and the way Denai Guerrero, like the look and the pain oh. in her eyes, the tears coming down, yeah, like that amazing. scene's super fucking powerful, man. Yeah. I love yeah. that scene. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Whew. Um, and, and, uh, you know, we're talking about Namor. Um, I thought it was great. I think it was pretty sh like shitty that the, what the original artist or something like that of Namor or something was like body shaming him and saying like, you know, he took a picture of himself and he like flex. He's like, Oh, look, the uh, old 60 year old man has a better body. But like, 
it's not about that. Like it, he doesn't have you don't have to be shaped like the rock. Like, you know, he just he did a great job just kind of going out there, just I don't know, being a badass. Yeah, um, I, forms of fitness, like you know. I love the detail that they don't really touch on, but they added into the movie of the Talokans underwater. They have like regular pigmentation as if when, when they were normal humans, but then when they go out of the water, they turn blue. That's so cool. Like they could have just kept them blue the whole time or not (laughs) even turned them blue, but they, they put that little neat detail in there that I thought was so freaking great. I love that. I feel like that when, when you have heroes fighting the, the bad guys, um, which essentially they were the bad guys in this film, I think, was you have to make them look as unhuman as possible. So if they're soldiers, they're completely covered in gear so you can't see the human ast- attributes. If they're aliens, then that's okay. Or So in this case, they couldn't just have them running around um, looking like normal people. So they're like, let's paint them blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's I, more I, than that, though. I mean, because it was just that little touch of like, that's what their bodies do when they're not underwater, right? They had to have the little mask on so they could breathe with the water circulating through it, you know. And I, I, I like that idea of like, oh, cool. Once they're yeah. airborne, they turn blue. <laughs> I think that was like that was a super cool little aspect of uh, their mutation. Yeah, um, I, I, I like that they had the side characters of the Talokan, and they don't, they didn't really have a lot to do. But they had enough for people to say, ooh, I, that's my favorite character. Like, I could see, you know, like, kids and stuff watch this movie and, like, a, a, you know, a little Hispanic girl's like, oh, I'm Namorita or whatever. Like, they gave her enough. Like she was a war. Namora. Like, they gave her enough. Like, she was a war, but she wasn't, like, a big piece of the movie. So, like, right. I, I want to see more of her. Um, even, like, her, her like, guy. how would you bend the knee? Oh, I was going to mention a, a, a Tuma. <laughs> Akuma, Tuma. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, like his little he was beef, awesome. His, his hammerhead with Akoye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, his beef with Akoye was so good. Like, warrior, <laughs> calling her out. Uh, and then, but also uh, showing the respect by calling her warrior. Like, that was tight. It was yeah. like, okay, you got skill. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, the little fight on the bridge. Like, they definitely had that little, yeah, that, that earned respect kind of thing. So. Yeah, I, I love especially when two. they attacked Wakanda and they came face to face again. It was like, hey, hey it's you. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Round like, two. Like, continue that. Exactly. Oh, when he when he like clotheslines Okoye, I was like, oh, like that. Yeah. Like I hurt. Yeah, and then when he like hit the the two by vibranium stabs hit each other, and she just like flying back. Oh yeah, it's like sliding. Yeah, that was, that was so awesome. dope. Um, I love, love the sirens. Cool. The sirens, like that was so freaking cool. Like a bit of like, you know, naval lore that they threw in there that like old sailors would talk about, but like they put into the MCU, like, oh, like sirens are real. Like I thought that was so cool. And then they just throw the grenade at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love those things. Um, my gosh, man. Like, um, the big thing, uh, so going, you know, talking with uh, Angela Bassett, but like, her death like that was the other thing i want to talk about (laughs) powerful moments like yeah you know we we she gave her life right like she 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 gave her life to save riri and that is something that you know we we do you know like the older generation like i would give my life forever my littles definitely and and especially like you know like 
me or them like definitely them um and i i love that oh that moment she's swimming down to grab her and then she's swimming up like so slowly and then they cut away i'm like no <laughs> go back uh, and I'm like, let me no, ask did you guys think it. that they were going to actually yeah. do it nope no not no, at all. i didn't either no like, she's coming back. either not back. especially not in this movie right where you're like we're we already got the big death of this movie yeah. they're not gonna kill off her mom right yeah no way no <laughs> boy were we wrong i was which like I, god damn which i think was probably in the initial script right um so to have that 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 funeral and all that they probably already had that, that like going in there but like geez louise man I was and reading an t- article with Angela Bassett that was saying that she did not want to be killed off in this movie. She oh. it. And Ryan Coogler was like, yo, like, we got to do this. Like, this is what I need you to do. And talked her into it. But she just said she she was adamant back at him, like, I should not die in this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no, you know, but he was just like, you know, for the growth, I think, you know, that in his mind to get Shuri to that next step, you know, that was the kind of. That was the catalyst, right? Like, and then you got Namor being like, "Yo, I killed your queen. Bring it, bitch!" Like, and then he flies yeah. off, and you're just like, God. "That was the catalyst for her to be like, all right, fuck this shit. Give me a heart shaped herb. I gotta yeah. be the Black Panther, right?" <laughs> like, so yeah, for Killmonger um, to come, I in. like that turning point. Like, in movies, I never understand it. I know it's a movie cliche, but like, they're like, "Don't go dying on me," and they keep like ringing yeah. that. They keep like hitting them with the the fribulate the fribulator. And then somebody yeah. stops them like they're gone. No, they're not gone. Keep going. <laughs> is what I'm screaming at the at the thief. And then they just they just stop. I'm like, how do you know like two or more? And they, they could have came back. Right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, awesome, amazing, incredible freaking scene. Um oh, yeah. Um, I, I love the them explaining um the history of Talokan. Um you know how how they how they came to be like they didn't have to do that they could have just yeah oh yeah you know we're we've been like this for a long time you know but <laughs> they went there and they showed it and yeah, it was really dope and then they dropped the m word <laughs> i'm he surprised said it i'm he surprised that somebody that somebody did that there wasn't like a guy playing a conch in the background like <laughs> 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 right, but it's okay that they didn't do that i guess but um but yeah i don't know that obviously you know you know me anytime i hear anything like that i get super stoked and excited so um yeah man um but yeah i i I can go on and on like you guys said um like them going so long without showing nikia and then her popping up like almost like halfway through the movie you're just like oh yeah she was in the movie i did too i totally forgot she was in the movie and I got so happy and excited all over again. I'm like, ah, like it just like it re it, it reignited me, like ah. Um, yeah, and, and she was she was amazing, she's dope, like she's great. Like I, I forgot that she was this like espionage kind of like character, and you know, you see her doing all this, like, oh yeah, I'm just here to help you. And oh no, she's there to like <clears throat> then just get in, get out, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, uh which I guess Lupita Nyong'o was super excited to be able to speak Spanish on, on, on yeah. screen. Yeah, she was born in Spain. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was super cool. excited that they that they threw that in there. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know, man. I, I Like like you said, I feel like I've been talking a lot. Um, I, there's so much more I'm missing. Like, just <laughs> the door, the fight in the beginning with the door Melage and them walking the dudes in there and I, I sent the text of everybody who's responsible about the, for this attack. 
out. It's such like a flex, like such a Wakanda flex. Yeah, and yeah. and then le- leading on to the future, like this wasn't like you know a laser in the sky, like end of the world big stakes but it was for them because this meant their people in their home kind of thing and at the end like you know they win and all is happy and then there's this part this new partnership and the and the telecons are still kept a secret which i love um and there's this now looming threat that the rest of the world the america cia thinks wakanda is responsible for these terrorist attacks and will potentially go after Wakanda. And that little thing that, that I just have echoing in the back of my mind that I'm going to be talking about in every episode, and DX is like, Sean, they're not going to war yet. That's phase seven. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about it every freaking movie. Maybe now they're going to break out. They're going to break out Zemo, and Zemo's going to try to break back in. I don't know. They already broke Zemo out once in a, in a show, so I don't know if they'll do that whole thing again. But um, Yeah, man, just the heart you know and we my issue with black adam you know you think about guardians of the galaxy the movie has its own feel um you know with the 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 friendship and the friendship is family kind of thing and um captain america and it's like fred loves like their little espionage and, and war tactics and shit um and then like wakanda where it is just like it's literally family like they're all wakandans and they the love that they have for each other and the music and the culture and the the costumes like shout outs to ruthie carter the 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 lead costume designer on this movie because like like ramonda's another oscar in her sights yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Like every it, oh my gosh, I forgot to mention Namor's little headdress. I wish he would have wore that into the into combat. Like that, that would have been cool. so dope. Like that little serpent head thing. Gosh, that looks so cool. And the fact that they made it, it like, too heavy head. out of the water. Like you said, Frigga, the, the, the fact that they made Namor. Like the the corniest prince of the sea, like the, this elf eared, you know, bowl haircut looking goofy, like dolphin smooth man, <laughs> made him as cool as he is, and and with the uh, the the Mayan culture that they added and the the detail, and if you listen to like the music that they play when they're in the Talokan and the the detail to their costumes, it's like there's so much heart and effort went into this movie, and it, and it comes out and it shows. So I'm sorry, guys. I'll stop. We can talk about other stuff. Anything else you had on the on the notes that you wanted to talk about, DX? <laughs> no, man. That was it. I just those were two big scenes that I wanted to really touch on was uh, Queen's death and uh, obviously Okoye being stripped. I, I think that was, those were two big pivotal, you know, scenes that we didn't really touch on that I wanted to circle back to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we like I said, guys, we can go on and on. There's a lot to love in this movie. It's almost it three is. hours long. There's yeah. a lot to love. We can literally <laughs> so dissect this skip. movie in like in like quarters and just have a <laughs> own little two hour section of just like oh the first quarter. Huh? What'd you like about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're so we're gonna skip here to the mid credit scene. Um, this movie, of course, only has one, so not your typical Marvel movie with the two, one in the middle, one at the end. They felt, uh, you know, this movie did something good in the middle here, and there was no reason to go back to anything else after the end of the film. 
um which is funny because i'm already seeing on like tiktok there's a bunch of fake videos of an after credit scene at the very end that's all like dr doom popping up <laughs> oh wow and i'm like and all these people are falling for it like this wasn't at my screening <laughs> like, geez, man. like they, people awesome. do some good shit on there but um yeah. but yeah one mid-credit scene we go back to shuri on the beach and uh nakia comes walking up with a little boy and basically is like, hey, I got something to tell you. <laughs> this is my kid. And uh, his dad was T'Challa. And, you know, so basically, like, you know, mom knew about this. And this was T'Challa's choice to tell me to go back to Haiti with him and keep him away from Wakanda. Just, you know, so he doesn't get mixed up and all that and can live a regular life. And um, so, yeah, meet your auntie, you know. And he's like, hello, auntie. Uh, so, and uh and then you find out that you know he tells his Haitian name, but then his Wakandan name is Prince T'Challa, and you're just yeah. like, so in a roundabout way, <laughs> we've circled back to we don't really need to recast, but in the future we're gonna have a T'Challa that you're will going- probably be the Black Panther, and yes. here you go. So yes. uh, they're gonna they're gonna give it to you in a in a more a suitable Subtle. way for the yeah, MCU. Yeah. So. The only thing that sucks is I felt this kid was a little on the young inside to really like someone to wait 10 years. For I know. Are we going to speed like him up? Is he going to go into right. the uh, speed force or something? Or Yeah, know. exactly. Like, like we're going to get another snap and he's going to go away for 10 years and then come back and then be like, hey, I'm grown up. Right. <laughs> What's up, guys? Um, you know, so yeah, I thought, you know, or we're going to have kid Black Panther with the other young Avengers when they decide to do that. King Dynasty <laughs> or something like future version of him or something. Oh, know. there you go. That'd be cool. There you go. You get something else, but, uh, a very touching mid credit scene, um, that, that furthers the story a little bit more. You find out why Nakia wasn't at the funeral, why she didn't go back. Uh, and then now that yeah, that there's this kid and he had a kid and going to carry on the legacy. So very, very touching. Uh, to kind of give us more tears uh, movie. So, um, peeps, throw it back to you. Um, what'd you think of this mid-credit scene? Um, like I said, when I left the movie, this being the last scene that I had watched, um, it was it, it was very incredible, very touching. Like I hear people in the in the background, I'm like, no way. Oh my gosh. Like people are, are flipping out. And I'm like, I don't, I don't I think they're getting a little overexcited. I don't think they're gonna do what they think. And they do exactly what, what they think they're gonna do. So um yes, yeah, like the uh, them giving us T'Challa, um, kind of going with this whole theme that they've been doing in phase four of like the next generation. Um like I, I really like that. Um, and to see where they could go with this. And you know, you think about the I don't I don't even know their name. Like what's what is their family name? I don't know. But the T'Challa family, like Shuri is the last. The T'Challas. The T'Challas, right. Uh, Shuri is the last of them. And you know, and then like wow, like if she, you know, doesn't, you know continue that that uh bloodline like it it ends with her so like where else does it go after that and then it's cool that they gave us this um to to kind of continue that legacy and um they could do so much the fact that he, that his mother is lupita nyong'o so if there is a future movie she's definitely going to be a part of it um that that's so exciting and and even like he might even have like that that killmonger element like he's not born and raised in wakanda so he's like this outsider coming in 
and everyone's like, ah, oh, who do you think you are? You're not Wakanda. And he's like, good look. You say yeah. And they didn't do that. That's a nitpick. They didn't do that at all in this movie. I was waiting for someone to like when they went up to Riri's like dorm. Like, hey, I don't know. But um, well, Riri said, Am I getting recruited? That's <laughs> cool. Um yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, that, she, Riri's okay. She's okay. But uh yeah, uh, right. but that that scene loved it. Yeah. I mean, what else to say? I mean, it was, it was unexpected. Um, you know, that's for sure. I, I definitely didn't see that coming. Um, and it was nice. It was like a, a breath, breath of fresh air, kind of the whole time that ever since the announcement of his passing, it's been, they need to recast Black Panther. I just feel like this character is too important um to to just be left off to the side and not be addressed and so to be able to see that you know it's easy to not have faith in the directors and the writers and the storytellers because of how many times we've been burned where we said well this should have happened or you know this would have made more sense and so it was kind of refreshing to have the experience where they actually did something really well they i feel like it was handled extremely well um, I'm okay with that kind of transition because you're still being able to pay tribute to what Chad, Chadwick brought um, and still keeping the character going down the road in the future. So um, obviously the the age thing was definitely a concern, you know, because initially sure. like your, your first response is, well, what does this mean? Like, are we getting black? Like, are they going to age him up? Whatever. But um, it was very nice and touching to have to close out uh, with that. And, the other thing I like about it was the whole film was, you know, loss, 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 loss. And then, you know, finally I being able life. to have a, a moment of acceptance and that that new life continuing on the legacy, right? Um, and I just think that's so profound. Um, and, and it was just exceptionally well done. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Lots that we could do with that in the future um, and be curious to see where that goes. Uh, As always, we like to talk a little bit about the box office. So, you know, Black Panther obviously coming out with a $181 million opening, uh, $331 million globally. It is the biggest November launch of all time, beating the Hunger Games record that has been there for quite some time. Um, and taking that is the second biggest opening of the year coming in behind Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which made 187 million when it came out back in February. So, um, so close, uh, I'm actually kind of shocked that it didn't beat it, um, with everything going for it, but you know, a, a sequel here, um, that doesn't have its lead character, you know, and kind of like we talked about before, doesn't really have a strong lead that commands going to the yeah. box office. Um, 181, pretty big. You know, the first Black Panther movie made 202. So, you know, a little bit below where the first movie was, but I don't see how you're not super happy with this opening uh, as it stands with everything going for it. This is still massive. I think it's going to have, I don't think there's any competition for this movie really until Avatar comes out in about a month. So I think this movie's got a good four weeks of just kind of riding this wave and I think it's going to make a lot of money. And I love the respect that that rock even gives this movie. Yeah. Like, yes, this movie, uh, you know, overshadowed his, but like he's not all salty about it. Like some of the, you know, articles try to make it sound like he's yeah. very like 
like like yeah like well deserved amazing movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah and that's been driving me nuts honestly i know we're all three on twitter and we see a lot of the shit and i've seen so many comparisons of people being like oh but you know this movie made you know as much as black adam in one weekend and all this stuff and it's like yeah dude you cannot compare these two films it drives me nuts that people are trying to compare them like they're on equal level i'm like black adam was an unknown character in his first movie and it's dc which doesn't have the fan base that marvel does and then you have a marvel film that's a sequel and the 30th film in the mcu and (laughs) it's like you are you really going to put these two on the same pedestal and then just laugh at the rock like oh your movie failed in comparison to black panther it's like no one thought it was going to make as much money as black Panther. (laughs) like come on guys let's be fucking real here yeah, like it's crazy, but yeah, I saw the tweets from The Rock. He immediately came out after last weekend and was like, "Shout out to Black Panther!" You know, uh, love to see the success. And then he even did another tweet where he was like, "You know, people are shocked that I, you know, gave props to Black Panther." And he was like, "Dude, when one when one comic book movie does well, it helps the whole industry." You know, and he was like, "I'm down for just everybody doing good." You know, like it doesn't yeah. need to be DC versus Marvel or anything like that again. Right. And it's just everybody's always looking for a fight. Yeah. <laughs> somehow yeah. some yeah. way you know it's looking like, for that drama great, man yeah uh so like i said so this kind of wraps up phase four on the movie side the guardians of the galaxy holiday special kind of technically ends phase four <laughs> um, but that's you know a disney plus kind of special but from a theatrical perspective this is it phase four is shut down we started with black widow obviously we had shang chi we had the eternals we had Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We had Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, and then here we have Black Panther. Of course, this was also the first phase that gave us TV shows, right? We've talked a lot about the TV shows. We've had WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki and Miss Marvel and Moon Knight and, and She-Hulk. And, you know, and it's just, we've had a lot of stuff come out in phase four. Yeah. Um, so I just quickly, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but just kind of quickly, what is our overall thoughts on phase four now that it's kind of complete? I think now that we've all kind of agreed that we see the bigger picture as this was the grief kind of phase, you know, like we're all kind of, you know, grieving and how do we move on kind of in a phase? Um, you know, it's a very divisive phase. I'll say that, you know, especially from (laughs) the world online. Um, so, so let's go through some thoughts. I'll go to you friggins. I'll throw it to you first. Kind of what's your overall kind of thoughts now that phase four is wrapping. Um, you know, I, I had a thought as you were talking earlier, when you mentioned that the MCU is now hit 30 films and it was kind of funny. Cause I was like, Oh, we're in our thirties and now everyone's having kids. <laughs> so I feel like that's what it's been about is like pu- yeah. pulling out all the kids now. Um, so, you know, with the younger cast uh, members that they're starting to drop. Um, honestly, I have to say that as a whole, I still understanding now that it's been about more of that grief and the, the next chapter, right. Of, of the youth um, that makes me feel a little bit better about it. But this is entertainment. I have to sit down and think of like how I experience these things one after another after another. And it's challenging because when I go back to the past and I think about all the, you know, when MCU first started and it was almost like every time something was coming out, like it was getting better and better and better with a few exceptions. And in this instance for phase four, I think it was the reverse. It was like every time something was coming out, 
I was just like mediocrely saying like, okay, that was fun, but you know, it didn't really knock my socks off with the exception of just a couple. So having that reverse experience has been a little bit of a downer for me. Um, and I struggle to find out if that's more about what's being produced or if that's more about what I'm looking for changing, you know, and, and, and am I reaching a burnout phase? But, you know, again, you know, we started real early on with Shang-Chi and it's, you know, way high up on my list. It's one of my favorite ones. So I know they still have that potential. Um, and then here with with Black Panther, like, it, you know, having those emotions coming back and, and No Way Home bringing emotions. So there, it's there. But I just feel like there's a piece of the puzzle that's not clicking with me. So overall, with phase four, I'm just kind of feeling like, very lackluster uh, with a few standout, either complete films or a few standout maybe moments. Like there's some significant moments in, in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness that I really like. Um, but as, as a whole, uh, very underwhelmed, but not dissatisfied. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Peeps, what are your overall thoughts? I am absolutely happy with phase four. I think it is very strong, uh, especially for a starting phase. Um, I think it's fantastic. I mean, when you think of like an origin film, generally, like, you know, okay, the origin film's just kind of setting things up for, you know, what's to come. Uh, but from what we've received i think so far in phase one with the marvel tv shows giving us all these new characters that we could potentially see like it it's i i compare phase one or sorry phase four to phase one and i think phase four has a lot stronger movies um looking at my list uh i have three movies alone that are in my top 10 for phase uh for phase four and of phase one i have two so um and one of them was the big avengers movie which is kind of cheap <laughs> so um i i think it's great i i'm loving it um i'm I, i'm loving where they're going I, a lot of people and um please don't think i'm taking any shots but a lot of people want to see the big picture right now they want to see uh okay so they, they're getting all these infinity stones and now they're, they're they're leading to this like we didn't have that in phase one we didn't even know phase one was phase one when it first started i think if they i think it's because now they have these phases we have these expectations that aren't really fair um like it, it, it's a company they just got these rights to these new characters that they probably would have already given us so like i don't know i think from what we've had what we've received spider-man Black Panther, Shang-Chi, those three movies alone are just like miles beyond, beyond like a, a lot of action superhero films. And then even like Doctor Strange 2, it's it's again not my top 10, but it's so fun. It's so fun. Even Love and Th Thor Love and Thunder, say what you want about it, it is a fun movie. So I'm I'm enjoying Phase 4 and uh I'm excited for Phase 5. All right. I, and peeps, I think I kind of align more with you as well, too. Um, you do have to look at phase four as phase one, part two. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it is. It, it's, it, it, we had phase one, two, three, which told, you know, the Infinity Saga. 
And then now we're starting over again, right? With the multiverse saga. So we're in another chapter. This is another book. And we're introducing a lot of new characters. And it's all basically phase one again. Um, I think what's harder with this phase is the addition of the Disney Plus shows. Because it's not just the movies, right? Like if we were going solely based off the movies, there's a lot of strong stuff here. But I think when you filter in the TV shows, it's what is weighing a lot of people down. Because a lot of people don't like a lot of the shows and then it's yeah. just kind of like uh eh, you know that's making this phase kind of whack and it's like and that's kind of my disconnect right like i think the movies are all strong i think that the shows are hit and miss you know like i like all the shows to a certain extent but they're not as strong as the movies are right and that just might be because it's a show format and we're stretching something out over six seven eight nine episodes you know you have great stuff like wandavision and then you know, you get just subpar stuff with some of the other stuff. And it's just kind of, eh. With most of the movies, I mean, the weakest movie in Phase 4 for me was Eternals. And that was still yeah. a four-star movie to me. <laughs> like, yeah. I still enjoyed it. I, I think it's better than most people give it credit for. And it's still pretty strong, you know. Black Widow is strong. Shang-Chi is amazing. Um, I forgot, you know, that even Spider-Man No Way Home was in there. And that movie's amazing. Like, you know, I, like you said, I had super fun with Doctor Strange. I had a ton of fun with Thor Love and Thunder. And then we, you know, came here and just kind of culminated with this beast of Wakanda forever. Um, it's a hell of a slate when he, when you look at it kind of just from a movie yeah. perspective. I think where the divisiveness comes is people not liking Miss Marvel or She-Hulk or, you know, like the Moon Knight. You know, the, the, those shows were rocky for a lot of people. And I think it really brought the overall vibe down on phase four but um it's going to be interesting going into phase five you know we kick off in just a couple months with ant-man the wasp quantum mania which i think is going to be a great kickoff Ooh. to phase five yeah uh, we got the marvels coming after that and we got secret invasion and we got you know iron heart later in the year i mean we thunderbolts got some good stuff yeah. on the guardians horizon. guardians guardians yes in may i mean like i i forget sometimes the guardians even coming out because it feels like <laughs> this movie that's just this dream out there somewhere yeah. that Never i keep forgetting happen. that it even exists you yeah. know where's our trailer um but yeah guardians i mean geez man we got some good stuff coming i'm excited for phase five and to continue to see where uh this road takes us but yeah phase yeah. four has been definitely very very interesting so we'll see what the thoughts are for a lot of people as they wrap up we'll have to maybe do another am i still in the air where we just rank all of phase four that'd be kind of fun to Ooh, fun okay. to do I'm man down. let's break it all down the movies the tv shows will break down all of phase four the specials uh, after, the, after the holidays <laughs> then yes right then at that point, you can, you can uh, slide in your werewolf by night <laughs> yeah. so, at that point uh okay guys well final thoughts and scores for wakanda forever as we go around quick thoughts Overall, our big send-off to people watching, maybe somebody that decided to watch a spoiler review and hadn't seen the movie. What are our final thoughts, and what is our score out of five stars? Fred, kick it off. I think I've kind of covered most of my final thoughts um, in that discussion of the wrap-up. Um, but the last thing I will add, I guess, would be that I'm really looking forward to seeing more Namor. Um I'm wondering what they're going to do with that character going forward, being the quote unquote first he gets mutant. his own movie. Yeah, getting his own film, how that's going to, and how he's going to impact this world. So, um, you know, 
I I I talked a ton about the the Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever experience and the feelings and the vibes. So I think they did what they intended to do, and that was to make us feel things, make us have fun, um, and really give us a good show. Um, so with that, I did struggle somewhat with my score. Uh, I wasn't exactly sure where to place this. I really teetered between two different scores. And I'm going to say this, when I first watched Black Panther, if you go back and watch, like, I think we did Am I Still on the Air about it, you know, I had some relative nitpicks, and my score was a lot lower. Like, I think I even was at, like, a four at one point, and then I watched it again, and then I was like, okay, that's four and a half. Then I watched it again, and I went, oh, five. oh, it's a five. And now every time I watch it, I like it more and more and more, and I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, ah, oh, I, I yeah. absolutely love Black Panther. Uh, yeah. And I think that I might be in that boat here again because, you know, especially with that initial reaction of of uh, missing the strong, like, identified lead in the beginning, uh, it definitely pulled me out. And if a film pulls me out of the moment, then I feel like if I catch that happening, I yeah. don't necessarily feel that I can score it a full on five. So um, I'm going with a four and a half. But you know, as we do this, if Just we revisit, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this very likely could be a five later. I don't know. And we'll I put a little asterisk by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta watch it a couple more times. I think for to, to really seek in. Um, so, but I'm going four and a half right now. Okay, peeps. Um, man. Um, you know, we we've been ranting and raving about this movie. Obviously, I I, I really really enjoyed this. And I, I think one of the biggest things about this movie that I I appreciate is this movie is directed, um, created, written by a person in that was mourning the loss of their friend. As DX said in the opening, uh, the script was done. He had actually turned it in. He turned in the the, the first draft of the script to uh, to be approved by Marvel Studios, and then. Chadwick passes and nobody really saw it coming and and they knew he was sick and he I think I even heard that he was kind of expecting to kind of come out of it yeah I'm feeling a little under the weather but like I'm going to come out of it and and you know finish the movie but yeah. like obviously that didn't happen so to have to hear about a close friend of yours passing away uh, in, in your mind like in, like very all sudden and now i gotta make a script about this person like it, it's gotta be hard and the fact that he did it in such a way and it came out the way that it did that's why i, I was yeah. giving this movie a pass going into it i'm like this is a rewritten storyline wasn't even his original thought on the fly he's mourning as he's making it as is every other cast member like it's great and it turned out perfect so many things we like i said we said we can go on and on about things that we like and yes the movie wasn't perfect there's things that could have been cut out there are like character moments that didn't really make sense uh spines that should have been severed that are actually cured by herbs Oh, the thing I forgot to bring up earlier, I thought it was silly that they can just <laughs> 3D print <laughs> the herb like 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 it's a like it's a, a figure uh from a D&D game or something. Like, oh, yeah, hey, print that. Print the fi it just prints a figure like what? 
I don't right. know. Like, I, I don't that know. they could still like mash into like the little soup <laughs> to drink. <you laughs> yeah, know? yeah, and they just use it like it's a normal herb. It's like I don't know. Like maybe if they could have grown it, like use something, and then like maybe enhanced its growth or something like that. I don't know, but um, whatever, yeah. nitpick. But all in all, like I love what I saw. The heart in this movie, like you said, DX in the beginning, and then they did it again at the end. Like you, you would think that it would only be like one scene or one moment. And they would have just left it alone, but they they paid tribute again to him, and just it was very beautiful, very beautiful movie. And yeah, I give this movie five stars. Um, potentially, I could change, and it could go to like five and a half or six. It could just break the star. Like the I love this movie so much. I think the thing that will change a lot is its position. Um, yes. and, with, with everything yeah. else, I I have this right next to a movie that I feel like I I really love, but I'm like, this movie can definitely kick this this other movie to this yeah. to the curb. So once I watch this movie more, and then those uh, my other top movies, I'm not going to tell you yet. Um, I I you know we'll we'll see where it where it lands, but yeah, for now I, I'm comfortable where I have it. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. I was talking to Friggins before you jumped on, and and I was talking about my ranking and kind of feeling like you know i feel like this one can slide around quite a bit depending on you know replay value and and watching it again and soaking it in a little bit more you know i am just going off the one showing so um i I definitely need to see this again (laughs) at some point very soon yeah um and then we'll see where it really falls because we'll get into that in a second um my overall final thoughts amazing film like i said outstanding was my word coming out the theater um incredible film like like i said that just takes you on every emotional roller coaster highs lows action i mean really everything you want in a big comic book movie uh and more is here um with with amazing acting right like everybody really just killing it and like you said ryan coogler having to take this task that was just monumental of having to rewrite this film and the whole cast and crew having to make this film without their lead um is is just so problematic in its own right and they pulled together and they did it and you could feel the real emotion in this film um that that i think just made it so real and like i said and i think that was the thing that makes it just stand apart is the raw emotion of this movie of the music of everything like i said the talican music the rihanna song like everything's placed so perfectly in this movie to take you on this ride and and to really make you feel it um this is there's a lot of tiktoks with the whole talicone song and everybody just like ah. like just like just chilling and just <laughs> having that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um just so great um but yeah I, I agree five out of five like what can you say i mean this movie really hits it on every single level so uh easy and, and another thing <laughs> i'll say easy. too i'll say too real quick is like i love like like the inclusion that movies are doing uh, nowadays and like i can't think of a hispanic superhero honestly like at all and the fact that now hispanic kids have a hero to look up to or whatever you know he killed a mom but you know, to kind of look at it and be like, I want to be him, or like, I'm like, they're all playing with everyone. I'm Namor, you know, and it's it's really cool that they did that. And and yeah, so yes. throw that out there too. Okay. 
It is, man. It, it means a lot. You know, it is. It's it's why the first Black Panther did so much, right? Because there wasn't a big like black superhero, and and this continued. And now, from a Latino perspective, and really from a female perspective, right? Like, I mean, sometimes like you see so much heavy, hate, yeah. like, oh man, all the girls, blah blah blah. And she, I haven't, I have a eight, I have an eight year old daughter, like who's just blowing her mind that she has all these female superheroes, right? Yeah, like cool. A couple years ago, it was Captain Marvel. That was all she had to pick from, right? Like it was yeah. like I got, I got one. You know, Maybe now Black she's Widow, like, yeah. I don't know what to be for Halloween because I have five people to pick from, right? Like <laughs> yeah. I could do this, I could do that, and you know, like, and and that's incredible. My wife even brought that up the other day. Like, I'm so happy that she can see all these powerful women on screen, you know, and that that she can grow up with that, right? Because we didn't yeah. have that before. Yep. Like, and I wouldn't have ever looked at that without a daughter, probably myself, but like. It just it's really cool. It's cool because all the boys, like, you know, we had Superman, we had Batman, we had all our shit growing up. This is different, man. It's a different <laughs> yeah. time, and it's really cool that um they can see themselves, right? Like my daughter was like so so on the first Black Panther before we rewatched it. And then after we rewatched it, she was like, That was really good. And then watching Wakanda Forever, she's like all about Shuri now, right? Like, oh, oh Shuri's cool. so cool. cool. And you know, like, yeah, like, I mean, like, that was cool to see, like, because I was like, I don't know if she's going to like this film. This film might be too heavy. This might feel, you know, like, I didn't know how it was going to resonate with the, with her, you know, and she loved it. Like, she really soaked it all in. And and now, yeah, she she asked for a Shuri shirt the other day, and she's got one now. So, you know, yeah, it's pretty so cool, cool, man. So cool. Um, so as you know, if you've watched these before, we always end up with our updated MCU countdown. So this is where we break down. We're not doing the TV shows yet. We are just focusing on the 30 theatrical movies that have hit since phase one now through phase four. Um, so we have 30 films. How do they fall in now after we slide in Black Panther Wakanda forever? So this will be interesting to see where we fall. Uh, we'll start with Fred because his list is the worst, and then we'll move <laughs> forward from there. <laughs> Damn you, Don. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So the correct list order is um, starting from bottom up, just in case you're new. Um, yes. 30, Start yeah, at 30 is where I'm starting. So that would be Iron Man 2, then Iron Man 3. <laughs> Already. Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, uh, Thor the Dark World, and Eternals, those might switch. I'm not sure yet. I, have, I might have to rewatch Dark World, but Eternals oh, um, is 27. Um, Incredible Hulk, Captain Marvel, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Ant Man, Wasp, Spider Man: Far From. You do Hulk. numbers with it. You're just reading names, and now we're losing where you're at. Oh, sure, sure. So um, some numbers, buddy. Come on, you're not a rookie. <laughs> got it. So Ant Man and Wasp was 23. Spider Man: Far From Home was 22. Black Widow is 21. Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness is 20. Uh, Doctor Strange, 19. Thor, the first one, 18. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, 17. And then uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is currently sitting it. at 16. I literally knew it. <laughs> Good call. Wow. Um Number 15 would then be Ant-Man. Number 14 would be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Number 13 would be No Way Home. Number 12 is Black Panther. Number 11 is Thor Ragnarok. Those two I'm struggling with as well. Those could alternate. Um, and then I'm my final top 10. Uh, that would be Captain America the First Avenger. Shang-Chi at... Uh, that, uh, I'm sorry, Captain America the First Avenger at 10. Shang-Chi at 9. Uh, Avengers at 8. 
Civil War 7, Iron Man 6, Spider-Man Homecoming 5, Avengers Infinity War 4, Avengers Endgame 3, Captain America Winter Soldier 2, and my favorite is Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. That's my list. Where did you have No Way Home? Uh, that was at 13. I also, admittedly, and this is... I, I think you have Homecoming higher than that. <laughs> I, I love Homecoming. Homecoming is great. I, yes, I Homecoming is like, awesome. But <laughs> Ragnarok higher than that. I feel like I need to re-watch not only No Way Home, but like... I th- You've been saying st- that for the last year. Watch the exactly. goddamn movie. Well, and that's the thing is of all the Phase 4 films, the only one that I wanted and felt like I had to rewatch. Well, Shang-Chi, I watched that twice in the same day um, because of how much it hit me. And I haven't had that with anything else in Phase 4 so far. So um, currently, that's the only one I've seen multiple times. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think I've seen it like three or four times. And that's why it's so much higher. But anyway, that's my Watch the um, the more fun cut. And then you can see I the, do need uh, to see that. Yeah. some of the extra stuff. <laughs> It'll give you a reason to rewatch. That's true. That's true. All right, peeps. What you got? All right. So uh, starting on the same one as Friggins, but then just completely going a different direction, like immediately after. <clears throat> Number 30 is Iron Man 2. 29 okay. is Thor. First one. Uh, 28 is Iron Man 3. 27 is Captain Marvel. 26, The Incredible Hulk. 25, The Eternals. Uh, 22 is Thor Dark World, Thor 2. Uh, 23 is Captain America. Uh, 22, I apparently typed a W in there, so I don't know <laughs> what I have right there. So, uh, <laughs> what? That'll, I'll have to fix that at some point. Um, 21. <laughs> was, that, was that where Wakanda Forever was? That's absolutely not Wakanda Forever. Black Widow, maybe? Widow? <laughs> Yeah, Wonder Woman is decent. That, make, that makes sense. Wrong yeah, okay. I, I could probably see it being Black Widow. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so all right. So that'll be Black Widow for 22. 21 is Avengers Civil War. No. Avengers 2 is Age of Ultron. Uh, so Age of Ultron. Uh number 20, Doctor Strange 1. Titled Doctor Strange. Um, number 19 is Thor Ragnarok. Uh, number 18 is Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, 17 is Ragnarok. That shit drives me crazy. That's <laughs> 17. They're the same movie. 17 <laughs> is Ant Man 2. Uh, 16 is Ant Man 1. Uh, 15 is uh, Civil War, Captain America 3. Uh, 14 is Spider Man Far From Home 2. Uh, 13 is uh, Spider Man Homecoming. 12 is the original Black Panther. 11 is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. All right, top 10. Uh, number 10, Iron Man. Nine, Avengers. Eight, Shang-Chi. Seven, Wakanda Forever. Six, Guardians Volume 2. Top five, uh, that would be starting with Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. Um, number four is Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, then number three is Endgame. Number two is Captain America 2, Winter Soldier. And number one, Infinity War. It's getting, this list is getting longer every time we it do it. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. takes longer to review it. Mm-hmm. 
show us dx how, how should this list look <laughs> yeah yeah this guy over here with the quote-unquote correct list yeah yes by the way <laughs> <laughs> um i was trying to think there was something i wanted to ask about peeps uh list and then i totally fucking spaced it is um, it why you have uh age of ultron so high because oh, it's an Avengers movie. <laughs> no. Why? Why you have it so low? <laughs> but you have Ragnarok so low. Um, oh, damn it! What the hell was I thinking? Um, shit, I can't think of it. Um, okay, well I'll just oh, get yeah. going. So yeah. number thirty is uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Oh. Number twenty-nine, <laughs> Iron Man Three, uh, which is way worse than Iron Man Two. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. Um, <laughs> number twenty-eight is The Incredible Hulk. Number 27 is Black Widow. Number 26 is Eternals. Number 25, Thor The Dark World. Number 24, Iron Man 2. Number 23, the first Thor movie. Number 22, Captain Marvel. Number 21, Doctor Strange. Number 20, Ant-Man. Number 19, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 18 is Wakanda Forever. Just so that's right. where I'm gonna slide that in. But this is what I was telling Fred before he jumped on. I was like, I feel like this one will shift a lot again on, on other viewings. Um, yeah. I was actually kind of shocked as I kind of played with it on letterbox and was kind of drag and dropping, and then I was like, 18, really? Like out of out of the 30, like I feel like it's higher in my head. Yeah. Um, but I think I think what it is when I look at my list on top of this is more of a fun aspect right like wakanda forever is a very heavy movie um and i feel like i probably had a lot more fun with these other movies and they're more enjoyable to rewatch. and i think that's maybe why they take it a little bit higher um but yeah so black panther wakanda forever i'll put it 18 number 17 the original black panther movie so i have them side by side right now um 16 dr strange in the multiverse of madness 15 shang chi number 14 spider-man far from home Number 13, Iron Man. Number 12, Thor in Love and Thunder. Um, number 11, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Number 10, Spider-Man Far From... Or Spider-Man Homecoming, sorry, at number 10. Uh, number 9, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Number 8, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number 7, Thor Ragnarok. Number 6, Civil War. Number 5, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we got our Avengers peeps, as always. Number four, <laughs> Avengers, Age of Ultron. Number three, the first Avengers. Number two, Endgame. And number one, forever, Infinity War. Forever. Um, forever. Until Secret Wars comes out that has <laughs> yeah. Wolverine in it and Deadpool yeah. and everybody else that we're missing. And then this movie's crazy. <laughs> All the Spider-Man's got, it's got Nick Cage's Ghost Rider coming through. Oh, yes, live action exactly. spider punk and uh Chris Evans is playing multiple characters <laughs> <laughs> he's johnny storm he's captain yeah. america like he's the guy from scott pilgrim like he's just gonna pop up with <laughs> all kinds of characters in the there. yeah yeah that. exactly <laughs> um all right well there he goes guys go 30 30 films man i can't Ooh. believe it uh it, this list does continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger um it's it's insane to think uh, started in 2008, and here we are, almost in 2023, 30 movies later. Um, and wild. a handful of television shows as well, too. So, uh, yep. like I said, man, I think we'll uh, reassemble here soon and uh, do a full Phase 4 countdown with movies and TV shows. It'd be That'd fun be to kind of slap it all together and see what we think. 
Um, so Let's very, very cool there. All right. Well, that is our am I still in the air? Black Panther Wakanda Forever spoiler review. Uh, and of course, like let's shout it out. Let's go around the horn. Uh, start with peeps, tell people where they can find you. Uh, well, obviously at reddragonsradio.com. Um, but uh, I do have my own podcast, The People's Forum, P E E. Um, I throw all my new episodes out on the Twitters. Uh, you can follow me out where DX uh, let you know earlier. Also, it's right there uh, for my people's at the Twitters. So, uh, yeah, I talk about this uh, mainly lately, but I want to kind of just go into like basic movie reviews, uh, TV show reviews. But, you know, time, time is a thing that I just don't have lately. Time <laughs> but, is just uh, a construct. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah. <laughs> That's where you'll find me. All right. Friggins. Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Friggins, F-R-I-G-G-I-N-Z. That's Friggins with a Z. Um, and I am lucky enough to continuously be invited back, even though I have terrible lists and terrible know opinions. I don't, I don't know how, but I can't get invited back. <laughs> Your time is running out, Friggins. <laughs> Time is running out. <laughs> the clock is ticking. Um, but I, I do still show up at reddragonsradio.com as well. Um, here Phase on... four also ends with Fred's last appearance. <laughs> and, damn, I still am here. Oh, that's cool. We're just waiting to end phase four and then start phase uh, four. We're going to recast him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a little friggins that'll take your place. That's funny. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, here on Red Dragons Radio, um, guesting here on Am I Still in the Air or on the People's Forum. Um, so you can catch in podcast format there. Uh, I also do some TTRPG live action or uh, actual play live uh, streaming on Twitch. I've got a couple different shows there, but my main one is on the Free Forge network. So that's twitch.tv slash the Free Forge or on YouTube slash the Free Forge uh, on replays. Uh, the live stream goes on Tuesdays at 730 Central. And we uh, play a arcane slash League of Legends uh, setting uh, where... It's a, a fresh story, homebrew characters, and it's really fun. Definitely check that out. Uh, also on Twitch, meet in friends. Uh, occasional Saturdays, we've been on a little bit of a delay for that one. Um, but yeah, uh, Instagram and Twitter is the easiest way to find out when those things drop. Hells yeah. Uh, and of course, Am I on the Air? Make sure you follow it all at one word there. You can see everything scrolling along the bottom there. We're on all the different social medias. Just search Am I on the Air. It's pretty easy to find it anywhere you look. Uh, you can follow me directly at DXDonMega uh, if you're looking to follow along in both places. Um, but yes, Am I on the Air, as you know, airs new episodes every Monday night, bringing you the latest and greatest in entertainment news, non-spoiler reviews, television, movies, everything going on on a week-to-week basis. So make sure you check that out um so we thank you once again for joining us here on this spoiler review it's always a lot of fun um and man we we were really good at clocking in at about the same, same time, time every single episode Literally. i don't know how same we do time. it pretty cool i don't know i feel that way with my own show too i'm always like man i hit that like 45 minute mark like perfectly like every time <laughs> without even trying um so it's we're very weird how podcasting works at times but, uh, <laughs> it is you know but yes, so this has been awesome. I'm glad to have you guys on again. As always, uh, keep posted so we can see when the next good stuff is coming. Um, but make sure you follow the guys everywhere they are. Listen to the People's Forum. Check out reddragonsradio.com. Check out the Pop Culture Pros. Check out everything where we're streaming, amiontheair.com. Subscribe on all your favorite podcast feeds and follow along. So uh, until next time, y'all. Peace.
kind of forever.